With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now back to The Rich Eisen Show. And now. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. He can't quit us. us. And we can't quit you either. <laughs> Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. ESPN MLB insider Jeff Passan. Still to come, senior writer for Sports Illustrated Chris Mannix. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're back from our dark week. Great chats in hour number one with Jeff Jarlington and Jeff Passan of ESPN, both talking respectively the latest in the NFL and Major League Baseball, the latest on Dalvin Cook and also Josh Jacobs' franchise tag out there in Las Vegas and also Saquon Barkley latest and DeAndre Hopkins latest in hour number one. And then in hour number two, Shohei Otani, will he be on the trade block? He's talking in the next hour in Seattle right now at the All-Star Game. Great chat with Jeff Passan. If you missed any of that, we re-air on the Roku channel as soon as this hour is over. There's our podcast where all podcasts are acquired. There's also our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for all that good stuff once this show is over. Uh, Overreaction Monday is coming up on this program as we're back from our dark week, so there's lots to overreact to. Um, and also, uh, uh, this this third hour kicks off with one of our favorites uh, from Sports Illustrated out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, just, I guess one would think, covering the scene there in La- uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, hovering around the uh, the the entrance to catch to see if Nicholas Batum is going to be stalked <laughs> by Debbie Gibson is none other than our friend Chris Maddox. How are you, Chris? What's going on, Rich? I think I got maybe one of those references. Okay. Did you did you have Wembanyama and Britney Spears on your summer league bingo card in any way, shape, or form uh, coming into Las Vegas? I did not. Uh, that was a a fairly wild story to emerge, and, and to have Victor Wembanyama have to be asked about that, you know, right after his first practice at summer league was was wild. I mean, it became a, a global story. You know, the video. I'm sure TMZ paid a fortune for. Uh, you know, pretty crazy over the last couple of days there. Did anybody have the temerity to ask this question of Greg Popovich for his reaction? Anybody at all? I, I, as far as I know, he, Pop hasn't done any kind of formal mm. media. And look, I've I've done interviews with Pop sometimes over the years, and uh, I, I would I would not ask that question, <laughs> and I don't plan on someday asking that question. <laughs> so we're just going to leave it there. 
and just move yeah. on with the actual basketball that's going on there. And, and in terms of that, I mean, it was a very NFL overreaction type moment to see the way Wembanyama played in his first game and extrapolate that to anything. Um, and then Sunday night, obviously, he looked more like the first overall pick in the draft. How was that part of the conversation from your perspective over the weekend in Vegas, Chris? Yeah, I mean, nobody that you know, n- nobody that's been around the game reacted at all to Wimbanyama's play in in the opener. Uh, in fact, most people kind of focused on the positives that they saw, uh, the obvious defensive presence. I mean, he had five blocks in that game. He blocked a three-pointer. He blocked a bunch of shots at the rim. He altered, you know, probably just as many at the rim. I mean, he is going to be, you know, maybe as soon as next season, an all-defensive team player. Like, he's he's that good. He's not vulnerable on pick and rolls in the way that most big men his size can be. Uh, and he's just a towering presence in the middle. Um, he's going to be great there. I also was impressed with his playmaking in that opener. I mean, you know, he played off the dribble a lot, and he wasn't just forcing shots. He was looking for teammates he had some nice shovel pass did some nice things there that that opened my eyes a little bit i mean the rustiness you know you get the getting used to the nba game playing a lifetime of fiba basketball you get you know what referees will allow in in today's in in the nba you're, you're gonna have to learn that on the fly but you know anyone that thought that the game was you know the game will be too strong for him like the guy played in the french leagues with you know 30 year old men like you know he, he came the same route that tony parker came you know, he was playing uh, at a young age. So I'm not, I'm not worried at all about Webanyama's, you know, ability, not just to, to settle in quickly, but to dominate, you know, very early in his pro career. Is this the first time you laid eyes on him in person? Saw him in, in the flesh, Chris? In, in the flesh, yeah. Oh. Um, you know, I, I watched the game and the games he had in Vegas, sure. of course, and, and I've seen a lot more. But, yeah, he's I – mean, look, he's uh, – He's impossibly long. I mean, that that eight foot wingspan is is legit. Uh, he's he's just a physical specimen out there, and to be able to do some of the things that he's able to do is is pretty remarkable. I mean, I think you know when when you get there are two things when you get into the NBA season that he's going to have to adjust to. One is you know guys are not going to challenge him softly. Like they're going to drive into his chest. Like they're going to make him be physical until he proves he can be. Uh, which may take a couple of years before his body starts to fill out. It's only 19 years old. And, you know, the other thing is that when, you know, he, he has a little bit of flair to his game and likes to play off the dribble. Uh, th- that's fine in summer league. And it was fine, certainly playing overseas, but I mean, that ball takes a long time, Rich, to hit the, hit the ground when he's dribbling. <laughs> he's just really tall. And you're going to see good defensive players able to reach in, do some things that, that disrupt him and, you know, probably make him into something of a turnover machine, you know, early in his career. So he's going to have to figure out, you know, that he'll probably figure out early on that, you know, just collecting the ball at the top of the key and playing off the dribble, that that's, that's going to be a challenge for someone his size. What do you make of the five-year deal Greg Popovich uh, signed and was announced over the weekend as well? What's your thoughts there? A little surprised the length of it. Um, you know, uh, my, my understanding, too, is that it doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be the coach for the next five years. He's also the president of basketball operations there, and he could ascend into that front office role seemingly at any time. But, um, you know, every time somebody I talk to about Pop, they, they don't get any impression that he's in any rush to retire. In fact, you know, last year you would think that it would be something of a draining experience. For Pop, it was kind of invigorating, you know, to coach young guys, not worry about wins and losses, and, 
to just notice incremental improvement from the players that he was coaching. Now he gets his hands on, you know, the greatest prospect since LeBron, and according to some people, the greatest prospect ever. And, you know, he's going to have a chance to develop, you know, this, this next superstar. And, you know, you can't, you know, when you're Pop's age, you can't predict anything, you know, as far as how, if he's going to be able to, you know, do the things required of being an NBA head coach, the rigors of being an NBA head coach. But for now, you know, Pop's out here in summer league. He's, he seems energetic. Uh, I don't get any sense that, that retirement is anywhere close for Greg Popovich. Well, seeing the five-year deal, I, I thought of again um... – because I'm so, you know, football-centric. Bruce Arians, when he retired, now there's always rumors that Brady and him weren't getting along or all that sort of stuff, but he said the reason why he stepped away when he did is he got to set up, um, you know, the Buccaneers in the manner in which he felt comfortable and he had his own guy um, picked out, right? And he, so the question is, I, I'm wondering if Popovich has that same thought process at some point and who might get that golden ticket, even though you don't want to follow in the footsteps, you always want to be the guy after the guy. But if you've got Wembanyama and you've got the Popovich seal of approval, that's you talk about what an incredible gig, what a job. Who do you think, what do you got for me on that front as we're sitting here? Yeah, it, 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 it's a wide open field for who would replace him. Now for, for the last few years, four or five years, there have been some strong candidates on that bench, younger candidates on that bench. Uh, you saw Will Hardy, who is an excellent head coach now in Utah. He was on that Spurs bench. Ima Yudoka was on that Spurs bench. Becky Hammond was on that Spurs bench. Uh, so you, you had some in-house people. You still do in San Antonio, but you know Brett Brown is there. Uh, I don't know that he's looked at as the heir apparent necessarily to – to Greg Popovich, I think if and when he retires, and again, there's no indication that's right. coming anytime soon, but if and when he retires, I think you'll see kind of a, a national search, which may bring back someone from that Spurs pipeline, but it won't necessarily just be someone on that Spurs bench right now. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix, the crossover uh, podcast as well, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, there's another first overall pick in in the summer league. What do you? Is there any conversation about Chet Holmgren? You want to talk about somebody grown into a body? What What are you seeing uh, there at the summer league as well? Yeah, uh, put on about I think 13 pounds in over since the last time mm-hmm. he was at summer league. It's it's pretty noticeable. Um, he's got a long frame, so it's not like he's you know hulking up necessarily. But you can see much more definition to his body this year than you did last year, and even though he didn't play last year, you can see some confidence in his game, too. I mean, he's, I saw him play in, I think it was the Salt Lake Summer League last year. Uh, and it, he was still good and long, but he was you know, pretty weak, it, it seemed like, especially in the paint. And uh, you wondered how long it was going to take. This version of Chet Holmgren, you, know, you can see him being that rookie of the year mix right away. Um, you know, he, he's, got, he's got skills. And if he's as aggressive in the NBA regular season as he's been at summer league, you know, the thunder might have something pretty early. And if you look at what Oklahoma city kind of needs, like to, to get to that next level, it's exactly what Chet Holmgren can potentially provide. I mean, they need size, they need rim protection. They need, you know, kind of that co-star big man co-star alongside Shea Gildas Alexander. I mean, they've, they've got something already in Oklahoma city. And, you know, this version of Chet Holmgren, you know, the things he can do with, with his physicality and, 
and, and how he's able to finish at the rim uh, and his defense as well. Uh, I, I think they, they've got a chance to be firmly entrenched in the playoffs next, next season. Well, I mean, we'll see if he can, you know, start strong, uh, Chris. Maybe he can be the most improved player of the NBA in-season tournament, right? Could be one of those guys. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched. I'm, I'm stoked for the in-season tournament, which I, I don't still fully understand. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I just saw the, the, the press release, and I think I read it once, and I'm like, all right, we'll deal with this in a couple months, whenever it comes around, but... Look, I, I, in a way, I get it. The NBA wants to, you know, make the early season more relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, the ratings reflect that people don't care in November and December. It just is what it is because football is king. And you know, the end, most people, you know, if you ask them, they would like the NBA to start around Christmas. Some people think the NBA does start around Christmas. So uh, this is a way to, to to tap into something new and fresh and you know give people something to potentially care about. Um, it's also a way to you know keep of toehold in Vegas. The NBA is pretty invested in mm-hmm. what they're doing in Las Vegas now with the summer league and the semifinals and finals of this in-season tournament will be in Vegas. So I don't, again, I don't really, I don't have a full firm grasp on exactly how all this is going to work, but uh, you know, it's been Adam Silver's, you know, dream for the better part of five or six years. And, now, this is the year we see if it finally makes a difference. Well, I understand the appeal internationally, and I understand, you know, you want to talk about adding some buzz to the, the regular season. The question is, is, will they get buy-in from, from the teams and the players? You know, I mean, because November and December are the times where you got a lot of, uh, for the, the old school phrase, load management, right? Like, let's keep guys fresh for later in the season and i know back-to-backs will be part of it but the the front end will be the the game not the back end and i don't know what that would mean when you know don't the so the, i guess that's my question is what's the buy-in from the teams here from what you're hearing first blush i you know i can say this well, well, well two things one it's good that the nba is doing all this in november and early december because load management doesn't really kick in until January, February. Those are the the dog days right. of the season where teams really start, when you have injured stars or older stars or even just guys that you want to manage, that's when teams really kind of focus on that. Early in the season, you're playing guys. Like okay. November, that's the first two weeks of the regular season. You're playing guys out. Early December, you're probably still playing guys out. Um, I, the thing is, like, if this was a true postseason, right, if this was the conference finals or the finals, you would see guys play through ankle sprains and play through certain things that they wouldn't play through in the regular season. I don't think this changes that. I don't think this. I don't think these games will be ultra competitive because some sort of title is on the line. I think guys will do it and they'll play hard and you know it'll be a base. It'll be the equivalent of an intense regular season game. But I don't see this becoming akin to what we see in the postseason. I just think we're we're miles away from that being the case. Last one for you, Chris Mannix, joining us here from uh, Las Vegas, uh, summer league action right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, where where does everything stand right now with Damian Lillard? What do you got for me on that front? Well, the Blazers have a media availability in about an hour over at the at the arena, and that's more to introduce some of their recent signings and, and young guys and, and things like that. But, of course, Joe Cronin will be asked about – you know, the Lillard stuff. My understanding is the Blazers really are nowhere with this. Um, you know, Miami wants him. Uh, Miami has made an offer, but I, I don't think the Blazers believe 
It is the best Miami can and will offer. And around the league, while there's been interest in Lillard, they're, they're really, as far as I know, there haven't been any firm offers right now for Lillard. As, as teams kind of look and see how this Miami situation is going to shake out and, and keep, keep trying to figure out if Lillard really will be disgruntled if he winds up traded there. So Miami, you know, somewhat smartly, is I'm, my, my belief is they're making some low-ball offers to the Blazers, try to get him for as little as possible. And we'll see, this is kind of how these kind of high-level negotiations ultimately go. Like, you know, the Blazers are going to wait it out a little bit. Uh, they'll see if Miami ups its offer. They'll see if another team comes in with a strong offer. But my understanding of where we are now is that Miami is very much in the mix. Uh, they have made an offer to the Blaze for Lillard, but around the but the offer is not good enough, and the offers around the league have either been I mean they've been mostly non-existent. I think I have not heard of a, a firm, concrete offer from someone else for Damian Lillard. Wow, and that's because they know this marriage is over, and there's no way Lillard wants to be there anymore. So they think they've got. Joe Cronin over a barrel? Is that what it is? Or, or... Well, I, mean, I think it's a lot of things. I mean, look, you know, Lillard's agent, and he said this publicly, has told teams, don't do it. Like, don't, don't trade for, for my guy. And, look, whether or not you believe that, it certainly is something for teams to digest. And this has all been happening, you know, relatively quickly over the last week. So I think teams are still trying to, to figure that out, sort through that. Um, you know, the, the Sixers, you know, they have a James Harden situation to work on as well, so yeah. that sort of makes their position a little bit murky. Uh, so, you know, right now there just aren't teams that are are, are going all in uh, or, or really doing anything for Lillard. So at this point, you know, it, it's it's Miami and Portland kind of talking to each other, as far as I know, um, and and th- those talks have not gone to a place that Portland believes will is right to trade Damian Lillard for. So I, I think we're kind of at at a bit of an impasse with Lillard and in his situation. And so uh, what's the deadline? What, what do we have? Is it training camp? That doesn't matter? I mean, there is a deadline. I mean, he's got, look, he's got four years left in his deal. And, you know, if you're, if you're Joe Cronin, you've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like, if you bring Damian Lillard to camp, and, you know, obviously that's the story. You'll have more national media at Blazers Media Day than you would ever have before. And it would become, it would be a big deal. And it would be, you know, a distraction. But, you know, is it worth a distraction? Is, is it worth it not to have a distraction and take a below-market deal? And I would say no. Like, this is a once-in-a-general-manager's-professional-lifetime in a you know, opportunity to, to make the kind of deal that will reshape your roster for years to come. Like, you, you, you can't get the Bradley Beal deal for Damian Lillard. You've got to get something closer to the Kevin Durant deal or the Paul George deal. Uh, because you know the Bradley Beal deal, that didn't do much except get Beal's contract off the books in Washington. Uh, the Kevin Durant deal, you know, that set up Brooklyn with the kind of draft capital that they can you know live off for for years to come. So I, I think you've got to be patient with this if you're Joe Cronin to make sure you get this right. And where, what's the Harden holdup? I mean, is it is it a, a team it's, it's, it's other a than Clippers? There's, or? Like, there's no there's no real there's no real market for him at the moment. I mean. You know, he, he wants to play for the Clippers. Everybody kind of knows that. Right. The Clippers are in the same position as as maybe Miami. It's like, well, we know Harden wants to play here. We believe there aren't many great offers, so you're not getting Terrence Mann. You're not getting our first-round picks. You can take expiring contracts if you want, and like a pick swap or a protected pick. But, 
you know, these, these offers for both Lillard and Harden, I, I don't believe they're, 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 what, they're anywhere close to what the best the teams could offer in those types of deals. And I'm not sure they're going to get there. I mean, if you're, if you're L.A., like, why, why would you give the remaining of your draft capital, you know, for a guy that is, is both, you know, volatile, you know, in his, because of all the things that have happened over the last couple of years, in the last year of his contract that you can't extend, uh, you know, why are you going all in with multiple draft picks to get a guy like that? Especially when you're not really hard pressed to do it, and you're not entirely sure that the Sixers have any other, you know, options. So it's it's distinctly possible. I think. I mean, I, I think deals get done. We got months to go for yeah. training camp, but it, it certainly is possible that you know training camps open in late September, and James Harden's in Philly, and and Damian Lillard's in Portland. And you're in Vegas. Thanks, Chris. Greatly appreciate it. Let me know when you're back in LA. As always, you got always it, appreciate. It. You bet. It's Chris Mannix. Love chatting with him. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I've got a thought about the Lillard deal that he just said. Let's take a break and then overreaction Monday, baby. Let's hit it. Don't go anywhere. That's how we're rolling right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Will Farrell and John C. Riley. Good to see you, gentlemen, right here. Very much. Uh, very much you. good to see you, too, Rich. Yeah, right back at you. Yeah. Great to see everyone. Well, Not just you, Rich. I have a friend who, when he sees someone wow. coming towards him, like in a room that yes. he's supposed to know, he can, mm-hmm. he can tell I'm supposed to know this person, but I don't. Mm-hmm. He goes, there he is. <laughs> there he is. How are you as a ref, though? I'm strictly what's called an AR, mm-hmm. uh, assistant referee. So I'm the guy who runs on the sideline with the flag. I thought AR meant whole ref. Well, that's what 
The shorts are pretty short, the too. Are pretty I mean, they're short. stocked in length right there. Look at that ample thigh. <laughs> that's a ham hock yeah, right there. Look at that. That's ready for heart. That's ready for market. So um, you might want to smoke that for a couple days. <laughs> you guys want to slice? Put some hickory around it. <laughs> you know what I would genuinely love for you as a second career, if mm-hmm. you ever decided you wanted a second career, mm-hmm. finally be a broadcaster, be a, someone who's calling color. Right, Rich. Maybe you could give me a break. I mean, that would that would boost ratings for whatever sport you were talking about. What if about? I took over the Rich Eisen show? Yes. Ron Burgundy did help announce the national curling finals in Ottawa, Canada, and they had all these ads for Tim Hortons Coffee, which is a big coffee chain yeah, yeah. for our, our Canadian listeners. And um, I just kept saying all the signers. I'm like, who the hell is Tim Horton? <laughs> <laughs> who does he think he is? Is there any possibility that we see a Step Brothers sequel? We haven't never talked about this face to face in public. No, we haven't. So let's let's break some ground here. Uh, are we going to do Step Brothers too? I, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's going to happen either. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. put up the Photoshop anyway. Sense in that world somehow, Rich. <laughs> Check out all of our archives coming up on nine years this fall of the Rich Eisen Show on our YouTube page. Who the hell is Tim Horton? Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Before we get to overreaction Monday, let's pause here for a moment and talk about a little bit more about. What uh, Chris Mannix just mentioned, calling in from the Summer League in Las Vegas, Nevada for the association. Where is the Damian Lillard trade? He says he wants out finally. He has identified Miami as the place he would like to go. And in the NBA, that normally means he's in Miami by sun, sundown next day, right? Right. And, uh, and here we are, what, about a week uh, plus later? Almost coming up on a week and a half since he... Finally tapped his wrist to Portland and said, Dame, time's up here. I'm done. I want out. You know, one day of the new league year didn't, uh, you know, Jeremy Grant's re-signing didn't, uh, didn't move the needle for me. I want out. So I think we're about day nine of his trade request and nothing's happened. And Mannix just said, there's, no, there's nothing going on right now that Miami made an offer. Portland doesn't like it. Doesn't think it's fair market value for someone of Damian Lillard's age, talent, and one would say also fannies in the seats type excitement that he would lend to a franchise like uh, Miami. Team that did, in fact, win the conference again, but found itself shy of the championship once again. And Miami gave an offer, and it wasn't to the liking of the team that knows the guy doesn't want in anymore. Has been told by the guy who doesn't want in anymore where he wants to go specifically. And thinks and believes the team that is the only team he's ever played for and loved and the... Fans associate with this player. He's told him he wants out. He's going to the Hall of Fame based on his career in this one spot he's only played at. But he wants out and he's told the team where he wants to go. And the initial trade 
that we're all expecting doesn't happen right away. Does this remind you of anything? Recent history. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. What's that, Rich? Aaron Rodgers, the Packers, and the Jets. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Told the general manager, I want out. Says, I want, I intend to play for this team. True, true. The whole world's like, that's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, wait a minute, why isn't it happening? <laughs> and then what happens? He winds up going anyway. Right. This trade's going to happen. Feels like it. The whole question is when. And, and Mannix is like, they don't have to act fast. Season can begin. He could still be there. Training camp can happen. He could still be there. Didn't the Packers basically say, yeah, we'll hold on to him. We'll hold on to him. Sorry, folks. We don't have to worry. Yeah, there's no rush. Didn't we hear the same thing? And it happened. Because the Jets boosted it a little bit. Boosted it. Swap first this year. Oh, and they love pick swap. I mean, the, we actually saw a pick swap in the NFL. That doesn't happen in the NFL. Happens all the time in the NBA. A lot of pick swaps. And then also another first round selection next year, if everything goes right this year, which it's gonna, right? Doesn't that happen? Doesn't this, it just, it reek, it's the same thing. It, so if, if Lillard says he's going on a darkness retreat, <laughs> I don't know how great his reception is at the house. I don't know if Joe Cronin FaceTimes him or not. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I mean, this is this this is the same damn thing, where players like you know, where we're wondering like, has Damian Lillard handcuffed the Blazers' ability to get fair value for him because he has come out, or or handcuffed his ability to get out? Because he's made a declaration of exactly where he wants to go. Yeah. Remember that was a, for a hot minute? Rodgers went on McAfee's show oh, yeah. and undercut his leverage and put the Packers in a spot because he said, I want to go play for the Jets. Same thing's happening right now. Don't you think Aaron had more leverage than Dame simply because Aaron at least did bring a trophy? I don't think so. I, I think it's the same damn thing. And actually, the NBA player is supposed to have more leverage than the NFL player. NBA player says, I want out. NBA player gets out. Well, you think you think Harden's going to still be in Philadelphia by the fall just because things do. aren't happening I, right now? I actually do. Really? No way. I do. He's going to. I think when the season starts, he's going to be playing for the Sixers. I don't know about when that. When the Clippers visit Philadelphia? No, as <laughs> nice. starting next to Joel. And I don't know. I oh, think man. right now we're in the, we don't have to do it right now. Clock hasn't struck midnight yet type yeah, thing, even though we're like used that. to an NBA players saying, I want out, I want to go there. All of a sudden, boom. That's exactly where you go. Well, you know, famed 20th century poet Mick Jagger once said, you I can't, can't always get, get what you want. What you want. So he wants to go to Miami, right? As he's been told. If I'm Portland, I'm trying to pick that roster apart. I'm trying to leave bones there. So, okay, we'll send you there, but we're taking Bam, taking Harrow. They don't want Tyler, apparently. That's oh, one of the whole well, ups. not as the centerpiece. You know, so yeah. well, Bam, the, isn't that what? That's what. That's he who Daniel wants to, to keep there. So, if I'm Portland, I'm like, sure, we'll send you there. Give me Bam back. It's gonna happen. I don't know. I, I honestly, I feel like it's a, it's the same thing minus the darkness retreat and the odd FaceTime thing. Hello, darkness, my old. Friend. It's the same thing. 
844-204-RICH, number to dial right here on The Rich Eisen Show. It's a Monday, and we've been off for a week, so there's a ton to overreact to. Let's do this. Hit it. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction. Mondays. Monday. What do you got over there? Uh, we're all over the place. We got a few football, Mike, and then, uh, you know, the rest of some hodgepodge. So you say right. use those DJ okay. skills, Mike. Use yeah. some DJ skills. All right. Be thinking about this. It's July 10th. I'm aware. <laughs> thinking about some MVP NFL futures bets I might want to make. Uh-huh. Trevor Lawrence. Sneaky. 2023 MVP candidate. Yeah, that's an overreaction. What? Yeah. What do you mean, What? What do you want me to tell you? Did, did well, you watch the second half I of the playoff game? I did see the game? second okay. half of the playoff game. I think that's still an overreaction, and I understand how that is something that Duval County will be very upset about. And I know Calvin Ridley's there, and I know how they finished. That's what I'm saying. I get it. I love Doug Peterson. I think they're, they, they can, they're the clear favorite in that division. I pencil them into but the playoffs. But they're still... The same old, same old guys. Now, last year, if you told me Jalen Hurts is a sneaky MVP pick, I would have told you the same thing. So I get what you're I'm, – I'm picking up what you are placing down. Thank you, sir. Um, but I, I, I would take the field if you were asking right now. He's sixth in MVP odds right now. Uh, who Trevor Lawrence is? Yeah. Okay. You want to guess who's in front of him? Uh, sure. Burrow, yes. Mahomes, yes. Hurts, yes. Um, not Dak Prescott, pal. Josh not. Allen, Josh Allen, and one and, the, more. and there's a fifth one, right? Michael fifth Parsons. one is a he's a uh, a quarterback. He's a quarterback. Um, he's got very beautiful hair as well. Um, <laughs> Herbert, Justin Herbert. Yeah, there you go. See, I, there you go. Um, no Lamar Jackson, huh? I put Lamar Jackson Ahead of- as uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely, I would. I think that Trevor Lawrence has better weapons. I would say I would put Lamar Jackson as a better, uh, what did you call him? Sneaky. I would say he's a better sneaky one. What are his odds? Where does he stand on your your little gambling chart? (laughs) (laughs) Where does he stand in your little gambling chart? Uh, Let's see. Uh, He's right after. uh, Okay. He's right after. He's seventh. Okay. What else you got same over there, as, Chris? Same as Rogers. What else? Uh, here about the. Uh, what was that? D Hop's <laughs> just sitting around. Yeah. No mystery team is coming to save this guy. He's on the Titans or the Pats this year. I would agree with that unless he lowers whatever his costs are, it seems like. You heard Jeff Darlington say in hour number one, the Bills would be all over him joining there. Absolutely, he's a value add. There's no question he's a value add, but if he wants to be paid like. Odell, and I understand that Odell made 15 mil coming off of a, a knee injury. He didn't play, That's you know. Great. I still can't believe he got that. I deal. know. So he's probably looking at that saying, I can get one of them too. And I don't know if the Titans did the. This is a crazy thing, too. Is that do you think the Patriots are in that neighborhood? No, no. The Patriots not. don't pay people like that, the right? The Patriots are probably in the eight plus, you know, incentives. Right. I'm so guessing. he's probably sitting around. Uh, but I, I agree. I don't believe anybody's out there that's going to say, all right, I'll, I'll pay you the 12 mil. I'll come in the, in the general direction of Odell, you know, um, and they're anybody that's got a shot to win the Super Bowl that you would think. Right. Or anybody that was a, a, a receiver would that he would join the receiving room of anybody that we just mentioned in front of Trevor Lawrence for MVP 
odds, right? Preseason. So hmm. I'm with you. I think I don't think that's an overreaction yeah, at all. Weird. You know, I think Dalvin Cook will have, wind up having more uh, suitors in his in his financial neighborhood than than DeAndre Hopkins. He's only got one though right now. Uh, well, that we know of. Yeah. What else? I think one big record's going to be broken this year. I don't know what it's going to be. What's the big but record? I feel like a record's going down. Sacks, receiving yards, pass yards, something like that is going down this year. I think we're going to have a record-breaking season. Well, since Mahomes last year set records, I mean... It, what, what do you mean? He didn't set any records? Yeah, I think like the most uh, combined, you know, um, total yards ever. What does that mean? What do you mean, what does that That's mean? That's not a real record. Sure it is. I'm talking about sacks, receiving yards... Passing yards, touchdowns, right. I don't know. Okay. Something's I'll, going down. I'll buy that. All right, feeling, all right. I'm not Move, feeling that. Moving one. on. Moving yeah, on. Okay. I'm not going to be as crazy as you last year about the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. But I am going to say the Broncos are winning 10 games this year. And I think I'm alone on that, on that island. Wow. Well, he just mentioned the Raiders. You don't have to keep playing. Javante Williams says he's feeling great. Coming back. We got Tim Patrick back and healthy. Russ is posting workout videos. Yeah, no, I see it. And he's got 14 bathrooms. He looks awesome. Uh, Sean Payton's there. Broncos. I'm not saying making. I'm not saying make playoffs. Games. I'm not saying division. Obviously. Can you put up the page? Put up the Broncos. Broncos ten games. Um, can you put up the Broncos schedule? I'm just calling my shot. No, I understand it. On I, July I want. 10th. I want you to give me the ten wins. On July 10th. I want you to give me the ten wins. So. They start with Vegas, then they're home for Washington at Miami. One and zero at Miami at Chicago, home for the Jets. Hold on, Commanders two. I'll give you. I'll give you three wins there. Maybe they at Kansas City, home for Green Bay, home for Kansas City. Are we sure the Bears are going to be anything? No, no. I I gave you three wins into the the three and two. You're off to a good start. Three and two, good start. All right, I'll I'll give you one more win in the next three. So that's four. Home for the Vikings is a Four win. out of eight. So, home, home so they have the to Bron- do a little bit better than 500 the rest of the way. There's a three-game win streak. Vikings, Browns, Texans. That's it. The Chargers are going to – that's going to be a weird game, so they're going to split with them. The Lions, they, everyone needs to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got to slow down. Everyone needs to slow down. The, the, uh, slow the, and rolls there, yeah, huh? The Pats yep. defense, that might be a 10-7 uh, game. That's a coin wins. flip. The Raiders, the Raiders are going to stink. So wins. I think they still that's have both. too many flaws. I'll say it's an overreaction yeah, at the close. moment, but you made me think that's about close. it. What else you got I'm over here there, to make Chris? You think, Rich. All right, Mike, you can switch music. Okay, so game one, Wemby plays. I I opened up a yeah. document and I was I knew like, it would be. I knew I it would be like, like he's hot garbage. Going to be a bust. Yeah. Right. Scoot's yeah. going to win Rookie of the Year. Then Scoot gets hurt. Then Wemby dominates. I'm going the other way. Oh. Remember what Giannis looked like when he came into the league? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so there's a blueprint for yeah, yeah. what he could look like, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, sure. And he's already entering the league with a far superior skill set. So he's going to he's gonna win an MVP sooner than Giannis did? Win an MVP by 25. That's six years? I'll, I'll, I'll say that's not an overreaction. Two, two summer leagues in. Two summer league games in. Giannis was 25 when he went MVP. Okay. I'll say he so he beats Giannis to an MVP. Okay, I'm just I'll buy it. He's got a more he's got already a superior skill set. Than I'll buy it. The week. I'll, buy it. Just, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Throw it out there. How about how about uh, Manic saying he he could be a, a defensive 
player of the year candidate. That seems a little bit more. I mean, he's blocking everything. The guy's seven for five. I know. He's the, standing underneath the rim and blocking three pointers. Like he's honestly, he's got. He looks like he he belongs in the Fantastic Four. He yeah, really he does. He had a wide open three, and he I got know. out and blocked it. All right, I'll buy it. That's a good overreaction. All right. I'll I'll take it. What else? It was a cute story to start the Major League Baseball season. Oh, the Rays are so fun. Yeah, they're not winning the AL East. Come on. So who is? I'll tell you who would be, who who might win the I AL East. Baltimore. I think it would be Baltimore yeah. too. I just watched what they did to the Yankees. They dropped the first two against the Yankees in a four-game set, and they had lost six of seven, and they won the last five games. I mean, they lost six of seven just before the All-Star break, just when the kids are apparently thinking of what, you know, making their Cabo plans or whatever, <laughs> you know, that, that they're not in the All-Star game, and right. they won five in a row. I like them. They are gritty and oh, gutty. You the number one pick for like a no, decade I, straight. No, I mean, but they're getting out. it right, and they're they're yeah. they're putting it together. Yeah, they're impressive. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, by the way, if they don't win the division after starting like the '84 Tigers, that would be that'd be a shame. <laughs> yeah. well, I'll tell you what, it ain't. It's not. It's either of our teams, pal. No, no, no. Although we're we're heating up a little bit. Yeah, nice high register. I heard it. Well, we have a we're playing, on, we're playing on a bad team, so we should be winning. Those games coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, look, speaking of fun, cute <laughs> stories. All right, look. I, I went to Anaheim while, during our week off. It yeah, was yeah, great. Yeah. Trout and Otani and Homers. It was cool. Guess what? They immediately got hurt. It's time for a complete rebuild. Angels should trade both Trout and Otani. Wow. My God. Both. Uh, uh, both of them. Both. No way. I don't think Trout's ever leaving Southern California. Ever. He will never play in a playoff game. Uh, I, I think that that's an overreaction. I think that's an overreaction. But I think it is. They, they have to sit down Otani and say to him. Where do you want to go? What is up? <laughs> what are you thinking? Because, yeah. look, the handwriting's on the wall. We are now one game under 500. Trout is hurt. There is no way you are going to have at least a better sense of certainty by trading deadline that we're making the playoffs this year. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, guys love you. We love you. Here is a contract that starts with a number seven. Okay. Oh, this is what starts with a seven. So much money. It starts with a seven. That's a lot. What is it, 12 for 7? Whatever. Sure, whatever. whatever. Right. You, you, you name it. You you put the year in. Okay? 10, 12, whichever one. You want to come for 10? 70 million a year? Great. 12, 12 years or whatever. We're fine. Whatever you want. This is what we want. And if he says no to it, then you take every phone call on planet Earth. That's what the Angels need to do. And they got to look them in the face and say, we want you here, and this is how badly we want you here. It starts with a seven. You want the Matterhorn? Take it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not, you, you, want, you want the knots and the berries and the farm? <laughs> yeah. It's right around the corner. Adventureland? Take it. Yeah, look, yeah. he might enjoy it here. It's nice. The weather's cool. I know. And so he'll just He's chill cool. here and be just fine with here. it and grit his teeth and hope that they get it right at some point. Yeah. Make his money, play baseball. Oh, yeah. yeah hope so. That's, that's hope the Pacific the Ocean well. right there. Yeah. yeah. Go home in the offseason. But the, Trout's never leaving. Uh-uh. You got, uh, you, what, you got to tell the fans who do show, like, we, we, we got you. Rich, I went to the game. I hear you. Uh, I know. Don't, not, don't, not a lot of fans. Don't, don't go there. Yankees are playing next week. All right, week. last one. 
Summer vacation. Goat vacation. It's a goat of vacations. Summer vacation. Summer vacation. Oh, I'm, I'm 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 more beach than ski any day of the week, as you know. Beach. Any day of the All week. Of them. Well, what other vacation is there? A winter the, vacation? Of course. Yeah, they're staying the Thanksgiving spring. break or I don't know. What, what's whatever. that? I haven't Labor had a Thanksgiving break, break in 20 years. What are you talking well, yeah, about? Thanksgiving Summer break. Vacation. Winter Go vacations. Go to vacation. I think this is the only vacation. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I agree. That's not an overreaction. Uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to show everybody what we did on our dark week. Oh, nice. Even though, as you know, some people have already let fathers know what they did on their dark week. Just saying. It's called an Instagram life. <laughs> yeah, you're living it. I'm not. I'm talking about Wembanyama. What are you talking about? Uh, Britney Spears. I know what she's doing in her summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to catch. <laughs> Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here, I'm feeling great about myself. Susie just texted, said, said the shirt looks great. <laughs> so it's now officially in the rotation. It's in. Back. It's in. I would just recommend, you know, if I could just offer something. What? Don't wear jeans with that. Why? Because it looks like a Canadian well, tuxedo? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Sort of khakis? You, yeah, khaki sitch. Well, or... You know what, though? I, I got the invitation to the Rich Eisen Show Blue Party. Oh, so oh, I'm well. wearing blue. Oh, nobody else got the invitation. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> just, we're just looking around the studio. Yeah, I, I invited uh, Leo, uh, Jay, you know. Tom Brady. Yeah. Jay is in Z. Yeah, Tom. 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 Invited Tom. Emily. Yep. Yep. 
Was who, were, were any Cowboys there? Did Cowboys yeah. get the invite? Yeah, Michael Parsons. Michael was there, was there? of course. Okay. He's everywhere. No Dak. People are souring on Dak. Dak is working. Yeah. Though. By the way, I got Better one. Be. All right, I already. Fresh is making diamonds. I already have a. What's more likely for Friday? Get ready. Okay. Oh yes. So wait a minute. You give an eye roll because Dak wasn't at a party. If Dak was at a oh, party, oh, I think it's an indication would... that people are souring on Dak. No, yeah, or maybe, so if too. Dak was at yeah. the party, then people have been talking trash about Dak Prescott should be working on this game, not at this party. Dak's Q rating is dropping. No one cares about no Q rating, man. We're trying to win on the field. <laughs> yeah, try harder. Try harder. I mean, <laughs> let me pack some Dak stats. Dallas at Giants. Like Whole that. country I, tuning I, I, in on Sunday night gonna football. Be, gonna be Dallas at Giants. You better like win that game. You better win that game. You better East. win that game. We're gonna win all the games. September 10th. Today's July 10th. Except the playoff games when it matters. Today's July 10th. <laughs> Two months from tonight. Two months from tonight. Can't wait. Cowboys. G-men. Dallas. The whole country. What are 59 days, right? thought I saw yesterday. Was, yesterday was 60, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think tonight, today's 59. Oh, guys what, to, uh, the, till the Chiefs and then your, so, your yeah. overreaction at the Lions? Oh, yeah. Well, get, ready for, with, get ready for some Lions takes coming up. Okay. I'm, with, I'm with you on that one, Chris. That's a problem for you, Chris. This guy's just the same. I don't know, man. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, we had a great dark week. Uh, when I say we, I'm not just talking. That's not the royal we. I'm a, I'm a team player. No, it is the royal we. No, it's not. Not at all. Uh, there's a we on the Rich Eisen show. Oh, a we are the royalty. Yeah, we are yes. the royalty. We. Uh, I, I had, uh, um, I believe, every member of our um, staff, or most everyone, uh, provided a photograph of what they did oh, on a dark week. Nice. Uh, I think we start with uh, Sean Mitchell. You refer to we oh, refer to him as Smitch, Smitch. Our, uh, our digital coordinating Survived. producer. Is that him front right, right there? Front right. Front left. Front, front left. Well, front right. Oh, he's being covered by the splash oh, of a white water oh. rafting. Oh, well, he had it worse than I thought. Oh, he hated it right there. But there he is. Boom. Yeah, that, was pretty dope. that is definitely not the way I spent my dark week <laughs> no. at all. Look at the rapids. Okay. Well done. Uh, Jordan Shero, uh, Rich Eisen Show editor. He bought a new house. Look at that. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. What man, am man. I paying people? <laughs> <laughs> Enough to get a mortgage. Holy cow. All right. There you go. Wow. There we go. That's well awesome. done. The Shero is beautiful. Can you Congrats. put that up one more time right there? Look at that beautiful, beautiful house. Rip. There you go. I like it. And, hey, by the way, uh, enough for you, for you to go, uh, I think, in the pool. Mike, look at that. Very nice. Beautifully uh, appointed. I like it. Thank you. Uh, Liz, our core uh, executive producer of this program, she went to Big Bear. Look at that. Beautiful. Big Bear looks beautiful this time of year. Very nice. Um, Adam Chudwin, our our screen, uh, a call screener. Uh, He's a Chicago guy. Look at that. Uh, Behind us sits the stadium where the breakout star of 2023 Justin Fields (laughs) will play his home game. Nice. There he is. Is that his buddy who gets him his gummies? Whatever that is. <laughs> gummies. Gummies. <laughs> Gummy bears, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we do. Oh. What's the matter with you? I mean, California gummies. By the way, that's a th- I mean, that's how far is he from Sh- Soldier Field right say, there? Well, apparently there's a marina behind Soldier Field. I know that's beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Chicago's oh, a Chica- beautiful spot. Chicago is a great I'm spot. I'm glad he pointed out that was Soldier Field. I have no idea. Well done. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Mike Hoskins, our coordinating producer, who's also oh, shown all these photographs, uh, he went to uh, his ninth birthday party of his niece, Emma. Happy birthday to Emma. There she nice. is. Happy birthday. Best uncle ever. Nice. He's going to have that sign on his desk. Yeah, Beautiful young lady and a wonderful cake. Yeah. He also got us a present, apparently, uh, out by our coffee machine. 
Tim Hortons. There it is. One of our favorite drops from Will Ferrell back in the day. Who the hell? There it is. Tim Hortons. Who the hell is Tim Hortons? There it is. I like it. Well done. We're going to try it. We're going to try the coffee. Uh, all right, now we're, we're entering our studio. Mike Del Tufo, uh, we know what you did because that's all we see. You're just driving around. There's Grog, Grogu in Grogu. the back. It's my guy. Oh, my gosh. Boy. Uh, nice chicklets. Have your, have your teeth pal. gotten whiter? Yeah, they are. Yeah. They I are. keep clean. Are you, are you, are you filtering? Me. You putting a filter on your teeth on Instagram? No, I don't do that crap. Come on. All right. There's no filter. This beauty right. Mike, they're, right they're white. Um, all right. Very clean. nice. Um, Chris Brockman. Hey. I've heard you have multiple photos. Let's see. Hey. Let's see where we go. Yeah, for, for some oh, pictures. Oh, there we go. Look at Cage. Look at beautiful Sarah. My sister was here. So that's us playing mini golf. There we go. That's us at the Angels game. Yes, it. Look and then that. we were watching some Fourth of July fireworks. Beautiful, on the love it. Far left. What a beautiful family you were building. Thank you. Um, I, I, uh, I, you know what I did? I ate. You ate food. Oh, look at that. <laughs> My man. Yeah, that's it. That's the S Y Kitchen in beautiful Santa Santa Inez on the left. Nice. There's uh, the Inimitized Tavern nice. in beautiful Los Olivos. Look at that breakfast. Look at that. Nails <laughs> Kitchen on the right. Oh, baby. Tell me, you, tell me you wouldn't want a piece of what's no, on the no, screen. I'm, I'm hungry now. Coffee and red wine. We went to Sideways Country. I haven't eaten today, Amazing. So I'm oh, my God. Uh, TJ, let's see what you did on your, uh, on your dark week. Let's see what TJ did. He submitted nothing. Oh, come on. That's what you said. Nothing. Although, here's the great thing is you said... Um, what you you stayed off of social media and everything, right? Yeah, it was great. This is great. So great. you know, I joined Threads. Uh, well, I mean, we all did, right? On the first yeah. day. Uh, did yeah. you join Threads? Yeah, I did. Hey, yeah, yeah, this is great. There you go. Twitter banned me, so <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Very good. And I got. I, I put. I put. I put my first one. Is this thing on? Was my first yeah, I was thread. Like, what are we doing here? And somebody responded. This is you amazing. This is like, here's from well done, the real big TO. I hope TJ doesn't get banned from this platform. It's one of the first replies ever. Hey, real big TO, I'm going to do my best. By the way, these are first good. threads we're putting on the That's air. Great. Threads. Yeah. yeah. You know, my friend Matt, like 20 years ago, we were sitting at our friend's house yeah. in Don Laurel Canyon, and he. Right when I moved here, and he goes, bro, you realize something? He goes, people save up for years to come here to vacation for yeah. a week, and yeah. we live here. I know. So, like, I don't well feel done. the need to ever go anywhere. I stay here. Oh, that's here. what we were up to. You know? That's what we were up to. We were threatening and drinking. Now, and we're, ba- now we're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Singing Britney songs. We'll see you Tuesday. <laughs>